A riddle wrapped in a mystery, inside an enigma, tied off with a who really cares? It's Giddo's nasty notes. <laughs> Hello, I'm Sir Dr. Alex Sarand. Due to a gentleman's agreement and strict contract with his lawyers, I'm obliged to read Gibbo's nasty notes on this dreadful podcast. I'm a retired professor of Western civilization, marooned here on this godforsaken Pacific Island. The lawyers do permit me to say that I have had a difficult history with Gibbo, and that I really do read these notes reluctantly. That's right, listeners. Each week, my conservative old Western Civ professor meets me at a studio to read aloud whatever I write for him. He also has a right of reply to defend himself. My name is Tarquin Gibbs, and my advice is don't make bets or gentlemen's agreements. Oh, and our no-nonsense Jane helps with the music and technical side of things. Enjoy. Colonial. Moist. Riches. Leonard Dunham. Genocide. Warrior Princess. Eaton. Equality. Rudine. Equity. England. Moist. Volvomorphic. Mandalay. Sushi. Cruelty. Cooperation. Rifle. Nina Simone de Beauvoir. Churchill. Masculine. Ginger. Smarting. Pegging. Our great imperial family. Moist. England. Genocide. Chin Wang Dao. Moist. Communist. Archipelago. Sexist. The interior. Vegan. Moist. England. Brutal. Tough, Kenya, elite, organic, troops, commotion, moist, British, rule, sensitive, lords, clowns, necessary, discourse, support, subversion, Mandalay, Rupert, dairymaids, England, Murdoch, Faulkner, feminism, Zadie Smith, Ballard, Shakespeare, Mantel, Patrick White, Cormac, Shelley, Tony Morrison, Kipling, David, Foster, Wallace, Baxter, Naipaul, Dalrymple, Compersion, Pegging, Masculinity, Volvomorphic, Feminism, Cuck. It's not a bad word. Oh, really, Sir Alec? Cuck? Why did you call me that? Is it because I'm compersive? For listeners who might not know the meaning of compersion, it means helping your girlfriend to sleep with as many guys as she likes while she's going out with you. It also means bringing her and her lovers a cup of tea and poached eggs in the morning. Sorry, Tarquin, I meant to say cook, not cuck, as in the word cuckoo. And not because you're crazy, but because a very, very nasty migratory bird has been flying all over this bloody Pacific Island. Do you know it, Tarquin? I've now learned all its calls. When it's relaxing in tree, it sounds like this. When it's foraging, it sounds like this.
When it's angry, it sounds like this. And when it's mating, it sounds like this. With the female squawking. And the male of the species quacking a sort of very loud. Take it off. After which the call sounds like a machine slowly dribbling to a close down. Yes, Sir Alec, I've heard those calls, and I know the name of the bird. It's the channel billed cuckoo, the largest cuckoo in the world, and widespread throughout the Pacific Islands. It's a frightful, ghastly thing. And like the beta male of internet infamy, the channel billed cuckoo is increasingly widespread, probably because men are exposing themselves to dishwashing liquid. As King Charles said, although ghastly intercourse is my favourite kind, Speaking of hygiene, after your excesses of the previous two podcasts, making me read about penile subincision and falsely bearing witness on my years in a women's studies department, I think it's time we washed your mouth out with one of my toilet exercises. My Pilates for the can. Thank you, Master Gibbo, for alerting our dear listener to the clanging, clashing discrepancy between my contributions to this podcast and yours. I wrote for you deeply considered pieces on penile subincision and a sensitive Bildungsroman of a modern male geisha, whereas all you managed to write was several scenes of me taking a shit. You should have afforded yourself a few more years of tertiary education. And that is why the quality of your work pales green beside my own. I was never happier than when I left your school of Western civilization to start my school of male geisha. And after probing reflection, what I learned is that you camouflaged and cloaked your school. It was a masquerade. It should never have been called the school of Western civilization. Its real name is the School of English Imperialism. That's as true as the blush erupting on your face. The School of English Empire's marketing always had many photos of people of colour. But when I looked closer, I saw that all the postgraduates looked like you, like an uncooked sausage named James Wickham. It doesn't matter what colour they were, blue, black, rainbow or brindle, every single one of them remembers you crashing our school's end-of-year celebration, dressed as the classical English green man of the bush, all gussied up in a bright emerald leotard. The moment the vice-chancellor finished his speech, you were dancing on the emeritus professor's table. Then you squatted on his champagne bottle and did the most unholy pivots and circling gyrations anyone has ever seen. How did you grasp the mouth of that bottle through your leotard? Yoga, of course. Sir Alec, you really need to squat naked over a mirror and get to know yourself. That's Women's Studies 101, mate. You know the chair of the council nearly bopped you on the nose? But he didn't want to blood his new moleskins. He has a blue ribbon in boxing, you know. 
You've probably got a purple or mauve ribbon in Kung China. Something like that. <laughs> I would have let him hit me. I should have made him hit me to expose all the suppressed homoerotic tension coursing through the school of English imperialism. Are you a queer? A rat bag and a queer? And couldn't be prouder of it. Death to all patriarchs. I dismay at your imaginative incapacity. You could only depict me sitting on a privy, listening to careless whisper, while describing gravity tugging at my innards. Well, I have something different for you today. I was going to make you read one of my yoga lattes routines for latrines, but this week, as my sign-off to Series 1, I've come up with something really special. And we have three guests visiting the studio today to help. Say hi to Kushan, Dafu and Yu Ming, also known as Edward, Ethan and Mia. Today I've invited three esteemed local practitioners of traditional Chinese medicine to come to the studio to give you a special examination. What the bloody hell do you mean? I will not submit to any examination. Cephalic, if you'll take a look at your contract with me, yes, the one drafted by my formidable feminist lawyers, you'll see, and I've highlighted the relevant passage for you, that you must cooperate with reasonable requests in order to continue receiving your stipend from my school of Western male geisha, now that your school of English imperialism has failed you. A drug test? I will not submit to a drug test. What? Do you have something to hide? It's just more nanny state nonsense. Your signature is on the contract. It is a matter of fundamental liberty. And your initials are right here under a clause stating that you agree to have a basic medical once per season of the podcast. And what, pray tell, do you have in mind? Many listeners have emailed to ask, how old is Sir Alec? And this is something I'm interested in too. You've always hidden your age. A lady must keep his secrets. That's a very geisha thing to say, Sir Alec. But the thing is, I need to know your age for the insurance policy for the podcast. Quite honestly, I cannot remember. And a lot of important documents have been lost in flood and fire over the years. That's okay. Hush and our baby. This is why Dafu and Yu Ming are here. They'll be able to find out your age precisely with just a brief examination. How do they propose to do that? By examining Uranus. What? Traditional Chinese doctors can determine your age almost to the minute by examining your rectum and anus. It's rather like the rings of a tree, but they need three doctors to certify it after they've loaded a photo of it into a huge Chinese Communist Party database of other rectums. Tarquin, I'm starting to feel quite ill. That's probably just the chamomile and dramamine I gave you at lunch. That's criminal. No, it's all in the contract and quite legal, in a feminist mafia type of way. He's down. Big Elephant is down. Kushan. Dafu, help me to get him on the table and into the stirrups. Great work, guys. I'm going to leave it to you and go out here to film and record it.
I'm filming now and can see the procedure through the studio window. What you're hearing is the muzak that traditional Chinese doctors always use when treating patients. Sir Alex's naked legs are held high in the stirrups. My goddess, you can see absolutely everything. Man, nor woman neither never looks so much like an animal as in this posture. A spread-eagled goat, so vulnerable, giving birth to Brexit. The final exit point of the empire from all the world's a stage. If it is a stage, then Sir Alex now appearing in its most debasing set. The butler to homicidal despots now has his scrawny buttocks exposed to doctors Dafu, Kushan and Yu Ming. His feet are encased in big plastic orange moon boots and he's releasing an occasional little moan from both ends. The surgery grade lights the doctors brought to the studio illuminate every cranny and nook, every rivulet fold and skin pocket. Everything is visible, more visible than anything in my most polymorphous dreams. Sir Alex's bum is a sight, a deeply waterlogged rugby ball with an exploded bladder. The rubber lips have liberated themselves from their leathery seams, making a big wobbly balloon knot. I see a lot of dirty dark brown, radiating into light dirty brown, and lots of bleach patches like the Okinawan coral reefs destroyed by the waters of climate change, by colonialist industry. Sir Alex moaning. So Dr. Yu Ming has walked over and started twisting an acupuncture needle into the base of his neck, He's pacified again. Now Dr. Dafu is pushing a bendy little camera antenna into Sir Alec. I didn't think internal images would be necessary, but there seems to be a point of contention between Dr. Dafu and Dr. Kushan. Dr. Dafu is shaking his head in disbelief and saying, No, it can't be, in Mandarin. Ugh, yuck. Sir Alec's windsock is fluttering like it's a blustery day. The doctors are stepping back and waving their hands around in front of themselves. And now they're looking at the computer screen. It's processing the photos of Sir Alex's anus, trying to categorize it against the stock of images in the Chinese database, against the perky and young, the stout and dutiful middle-aged anuses, and the old demented ones that don't look at you straight. A man who looks like a senior official from the Chinese Communist Party has Skyped in, and I can see his face next to the window processing the images of Sir Alec. I'm not sure if he's angry or just excited, but he's shouting at Dr. Dafu and Dr. Kushan, barking out the place names, Tian Xin, Tian Xin, Qin Wang Dao, Qin Wang Dao, in a very loud voice. Now in English, he's yelling, Century of humiliation, Century of humiliation. No, wait a minute. Actually, I can see now that he's shaking with laughter while pointing at Sir Alex's rectum and shouting, Century of humiliation! Century of humiliation! A group of other senior CPP officials has gathered behind him and is also laughing. They appear to be looking at Sir Alec on a big screen, perhaps in a government precinct or a town square. Yes, there's a celebratory event happening in a market square of Qinwangdao. I see video cam of an excited audience next to quickly shuffling infographics regarding Sir Alex's nus, pie charts, bar charts, split-second juxtapositions of this anus with that rectum, and CPP officials clinking glasses of rice wine. 
My question is, how did the Chinese Communist Party come to photograph so many Caucasian anuses? Ah, the answer's right in front of me. Acupuncture clinics. One needle in the right place renders a person unconscious. And now we know what they've been doing with those dinky little cameras. Oh, I'd love to be at that party. But if there was ever important work to be done by the school of Geisha, this is it. Finding the true age of this brutal colonialist is all part of redressing historical wrongs. We need to know what makes Sir Alec tick before we can successfully re-educate him. He's so full of misdirection and concealment. Knowing his age will be a good step towards transparency and disclosure. I'll show this video at the School of Geisha. Exposure therapy will break down his patriarchal defences. Anorectal examinations will break down his patriarchal defences. He's so bloody armoured, he's like an armadillo. The database search appears to be coming to an end. The sequence of images is slowing down as the computer program makes its last calculations and comparisons. The photos are becoming older and older. A lot of sepia turning to black and white. Dr. Dafu is shaking his head and saying, no, it really can't be. I see numbers appearing on the screen and the Chinese audience is shouting the count. 80, 76, 96, 81. The computer program is struggling to calculate Sir Alex's age, backtracking and recalibrating. 86, 90, 97, but it's getting there. 98, he can't be 98 told me he was 73. I thought he was just a selfish old boomer. 99. Now the doctors are shaking their heads and the Chinese crowd is roaring with excitement. 98. A small correction. 99. 100. Whoa. Sir Alex 100. Sir Alex Rosebud is 100. No. 101. <coughs> There's now an electricity in the studio come operating theatre. The doctors have put their arms around each other's shoulders and are staring at the screen. They've moved in front of the screen. Shit. Dr. Dafu, please move out of the way. You can't hear me. Sir Alec is rousing, moaning and rousing. Uh, the, the doctors are bending their heads to better see the screen. Mesmerised, but I still can't see it. Sir Alec just let out a roar, but is restrained by the stirrups, which are still holding his legs. The Chinese audience is cheering and counting, but I can't understand the Mandarin. Sir Alec has caught sight of the crowd in the laptop next to the video of him spread-eagled. He seems confused. The chant is growing louder and the doctors are swaying. I still can't see the screen. Sir Alec's eyes are as wide as can be. Oh, the horror, the horror. As eyes look at eyes in a digital anorectal optical AI feedback loop. Dr. Dafu is jumping, jumping, and the crowd is letting out a loud, loud roar. The doctors are, are reeling back and sitting on the floor. Now I can finally see the computer screen. The Skype connection's been cut, but I can see it. The number. It's bolded, underlined and italicized. It's 112. Sir Alec is 112.
Sorry for the extended sting. The Chinese medical procedure really took it out of me, and I had to help Dr. Dafu clean up the heavily soiled instruments, the greasy gurney, and the splattered stirrups. Sir Alec has been put back to sleep by Dr. Kushan. Several firm twists of the needles and he stopped screaming. Went totally slack in the stirrups before we let him down. The doctors have packed away the laptop and lights and said farewell to the Chinese crowds who so enjoyed Sir Alec's moment of humiliation. One moment hardly cancels out a century of the stuff, but it's a start, and everything done here today was done for the greater good. I can see Jane at the controls, twiddling those mysterious audio engineering knobs and dials. The bits and bobs that are all bit dribs and drabs to me. We'd be nowhere without her. Thank you, Jane. And now I see good old Cephalic is rousing in the studio, pulling up his corduroy trousers and putting on his leather patch tweed gentleman's jacket. Never will I forget such leather patches. Everything was so thoughtfully and neatly laid out for him by Dr. Yu Ming. Ah, here he comes now. Tell me, do guinea pigs have gender? Uh, that's something we will discuss later, Cephalic. Three cheers for the Anglosphere! Hush now. Okay, this is it. Farewell. Goodbye. And good night. If we win enough patrons at our Patreon page, we will do a series two. See you on the other side. Oh... And one last thing, two listeners have phoned in with a message they'd like us to broadcast to you, our beloved listener. Yes, Taki, what is it? I'll hit the play button now. We are not related to this man. The bar is low, but I'm still jumping. Our home is patreon.com slash gibbosnastynotes. Nasty Notes. 